Are you someone who tends to be a bit critical of yourself? Someone who feels like you can never quite get ahead? You're not alone. I know I have an easier time focusing on the many things I haven't gotten done versus the many things I have accomplished. I was in a meeting recently with a group of fabulous writers who have done some incredible things, and the focus of our conversation was about this exact thing, about focusing on the things we have accomplished versus trying to move the goalpost to all the things that we still want to get done and the things that we can still do. It is actually a theme that I've had a lot with a small group of leaders that I still do executive coaching with. Stick around. We're going to talk more about the importance of shifting your focus to what you have accomplished. Welcome to The Grit Show, where our focus is growth on purpose. I'm your host, Shauna Rodriguez, and I'm honored to be part of this community as we journey together with our grit intact to learn more about how to thrive and how to get the most out of life. It means a lot that you are here today. As you listen, I encourage you to think of who may appreciate the tidbits of knowledge we are sharing and to take a moment to pass this along to them. Everyone appreciates the friend that thinks of them, and these conversations are meant to be shared and to spark even more connections. Way back in episode eight, it's been a while, we talked about to-do lists, and one of the steps that I had in that conversation and that I have in my to-do list process is to actually celebrate which I often forget that step, to be completely honest. And it is one of the things that was fairly nuanced and original about my approach of figuring out the to-dos and all the things we need to accomplish on a regular basis. We need to celebrate what we actually get done. Otherwise, we don't have the fuel we need to keep accomplishing and moving towards that next thing and to continue to be able to get all those things done. So today, instead of focusing on the to-do list, we're having an entire episode dedicated to focusing on everything we've accomplished and just focusing on that aspect. So everything left to do is going to just stay there, and we're going to look at how far we have come. Instead of just continually moving that goalpost, we are going to stop and recognize that it's important to set new goals. It is important to keep moving forward, but we need to also pause, recognize, and celebrate the current goals we've accomplished and give themselves their dues. I also recognize that we move at Mach 10 in our modern society, and it can be very complicated to do that. My attempts to do this can often bite me a little bit. Not many of you know this news. It's very recent news. So unless you follow me on social media, you are unaware of this. But we are in the middle of a very big transition as we are moving to a different part of Oregon and selling our house in Portland and making this big transition. So in that spirit, that honoring of each accomplishment, right, that I do tend to do, I do it with big things. I don't do it with small day-to-day as well. But in the bigger things, I actually have a tendency to do that, to give myself props and pause once I've accomplished something. So getting my house prepared to be on the market was a big accomplishment. We had a fence 
you might remember from a previous episode, that needed to be finished. And it's been needing to be finished for some time. And that was something that needed to be done before the house went on the market, as well as those other little things in life that needed to be taken care of before your house can go on the market. And so getting my house in the market was an accomplishment that I celebrated, that I was like, yes, this is done. Take a breath, right? Of course, it went really well. It came together. It was impressive, all the things that I was able to, with the help of wonderful people in my life, get accomplished. And so wonderfully, we are under contract after the first weekend my house was on the market. (laughs) So as much as I did pause and celebrate that step, the to-dos and the next phase is already upon me and there's a lot more things I have to do. So there's not much time to come up for air a lot of times to do those celebrating because modern life moves at Mach 10. We'll just say that. And so it's hard to have those moments, right? Because even if you're not setting that next goal, if you're not moving that next thing, the next thing is there. But everyone's like, oh, you're ready for your move or you're ready for your new place or you're ready for this. I'm like, I'm just trying to get my house on the market and I'm super excited this fence got done and then I finally got the pretty numbers outside on the front of the house. And (laughs) we had a very long, wet spring and so it literally turned into summer probably a week before my house went on the market. And so getting the yard cleanup and stuff done too was part of that. So I was just happy that my house got together. So I was focused on that, but there wasn't much time. So you got to celebrate fast. And I also think that that's when it's important to make note of those things and have those things kind of build up and maybe have people in your life that are good at taking note when your life is moving really fast and you're having to rack up your accomplishments quickly because there's that next thing that has to be done and that next level you're going to have to transcend to because of the demands in your world, that you still need to take note of those. So when you do have a little room to breathe, that you do celebrate each of those accomplishments instead of just looking forward at that next peak you're trying to reach and that next goal you're trying to get to because it's really important to celebrate those because it does work as that fuel that kind of feeds to make things go right and this is you know big stuff that I'm working with and not everyone is doing that but you need to do those little accomplishments every single day that you need to stop and take note of and make note of. And I think that especially as most of us are working from home now, a lot more people are working from home. A lot of our jobs are becoming more isolated. So many moms that don't get their due as well, that don't have as much feedback on the work that they're doing and accomplishing, that it's really important that we pause and get our own awareness of the things that we're accomplishing. And if you're somebody who's moving up, the folks that I do, my small, small cohort that I care deeply about, so they're the only coaching that I do, but that small group, they're like middle managers and and moving up in their careers, but they've gone from positions they shared with other people. Lots of people knew what they did. It was very shared goalposts. Everyone was moving towards the same thing. You knew when you were accomplishing things to having a role where 
they're the only one that's doing what they do. And they supervise other people that do other things. And so no one knows what they're accomplishing on a regular basis. And their successes aren't getting celebrated or acknowledged or people are aware of what they're doing. And if they're not taking the time to be aware of what they're accomplishing and taking note of it, it can be really discouraging, especially if you're always just looking at that gap about everything you still want to do and all the things you still want to accomplish. Especially if you're somebody who is a high achiever, who has big dreams and big goals and wants to do big things and accomplish a lot because you're always moving that bar higher and higher and not taking note of everything you've done. You're noticing the gap and not the gain and all the things you have done to get to where you are. So I think that especially in those positions where you're a solopreneur who is working on your own, where you work from home so you aren't around your colleagues to check in and share about your projects and to be verbally processing what you've accomplished, when you are caretaker in a home for an individual, for children, if you're caring for somebody medically fragile, all those things where you don't have people that are taking note of what you're doing or sharing in those accomplishments, you need to be the person who is acknowledging and taking stock and being very aware of what you are accomplishing. Because That's important. Having that feedback and having that acknowledgement is what's going to make it easier for you to keep going. And I really wonder how much gratitude can be part of that practice, right? Because noticing what you're grateful for, at least for me, because I am somebody who can be a high achiever and have lofty goals and want to do a lot, is that part of my gratitude practice is often taking stock of what I have gained, what I have accomplished, what I have gotten done, what I have achieved. And so doing the gratitude practice can be a way for you to be able to realize, oh, I'm really grateful that I was able to maneuver and make this happen and that you start to acknowledge in that way. So even if you're not somebody who's like, I don't want to sit down at the end of the day and write down, well, you know, today I did this and this and this and I, you know, completed this and this and to acknowledge what you've accomplished that you're happy about, that if you're doing the gratitude practice, you're like, you know, I'm really grateful that today I was able to have two important conversations that really moved forward this project that is important to me. Or today I was able to spend quality time with one of my kids to really better understand what they're going through. And that was really impactful for me because my family is really important to me. Or today, I learned this new skill that I think is really going to help me to be able to be better at what I'm doing, or this new skill is going to make me better connect with somebody else, and to be able to take stock of this. So sometimes gratitude is a way that you can go through and take stock as well, and it might be more comfortable for folks to use gratitude as that tool to take stock, as long as you're taking time to also take stock. One other thing that can kind of come into play when you're trying to be aware of what you're actually doing and to stop plowing ahead and be here in this place to realize what all you've done and how far you've come is possibly reframing because sometimes you aren't realizing. Like even in the examples I just gave, you're like, oh yeah, I made bread today. And you didn't say, oh my gosh, I learned how to make sourdough bread, which is not as simple because of the starter and the different pieces. Like I learned how to make this bread that is healthy. I'm making it at home and it is contributing to my family and it makes my house smell delicious. (laughs) And it's this way of nurturing my family, giving back to my family. 
as well as me learning a new skill and doing this thing that just gives back and using my hands and being connected like that was just nurturing to myself. It was that self-care piece for me, self-maintenance as we're saying it. So I was able to do something that felt good and kinetic and connected to me. I also learned something new that was using my mind in a new way. And it also let me connect to my family and it made my home just feel more warm and cozy and connected. And so this one little thing where you're just like, oh, I checked one more thing off my list. Instead, you realize the breadth of what you did. You frame what you do in a way that you realize how valuable it is. And so instead of thinking, oh, you know, I wanted to get this work project done, but I had this conversation with my kid because they had a bad day. And instead of stopping and realizing that I had this important connection moment with my child that was meaningful for them and important to me because I saw them and what they're experiencing in a new way. And that was so meaningful to me. And that was an important gain in my day. That was an important addition to what I experienced today. So that when you're framing each of the things that you're doing, and perhaps today you were exhausted and you came home and you took a 20-minute nap. I say 20 minutes because that's the science that I've done and that's the length of naps I take. Maybe you took an hour and a half nap, whatever works for you. But took a 20-minute nap and then I got up and I went for a nice walk and I came home and then I cuddled on the couch and watched this movie I've been wanting to watch and went to bed early. And then you're like, but I didn't get the grocery shopping done and I didn't get the taxes paid. I can safely say that because it's the middle of June, so nobody's worried about taxes. But (laughs) I didn't get these other things done that I wanted to get done. But you need to reframe because you did this amazing self-maintenance for yourself, that you listened to your body and what your body needed and your body needed rest and you gave your body rest and you went and you connected with nature, which was also good for your body and your well-being. And maybe you took that walk with somebody else and connected to them and that was meaningful. And then you watch this movie you've been wanting to watch and it made you laugh or it made you cry because also crying, processing feelings Feeling the feelings is an important thing for you to do for your your well-being. And you took care of yourself. And that was critical and important as well. Like you were doing what you need to be doing. And you just stop and recognize that. And if you recognize that as that, you're getting the benefits from that. If you do those things and then beat yourself up about, oh, I just sat on the couch tonight and I didn't get things done and I fell asleep and I'm just lazy, you don't get any of the benefits from that. So you do kind of waste your evening if you don't actually frame it and embrace it and appreciate it for what it actually was. So you're framing and you're recognizing that If you have this time with your child, but you don't recognize it as this quality time with your child and connecting with them that you're grateful for, that you get to hear and experience what they're going through and you're, you know, putting a little change in the connection bank for days when it's hard. Like if you're not seeing those moments and taking them for what they are, then they don't serve that purpose. And it might feel more like you're spinning your wheels and getting burnt out and not utilizing the time that you have because time is the one thing that's finite, right? That's the one thing that we do run out of. And so to be able to make sure that you're taking stock and framing it so you realize what you are getting and what it is. 
that goes back to the gratitude practice. One day, y'all will read about a very challenging time in my life. And when I do finally write my nonfiction narrative, my memoir about Daughter of the Accused, and when I spent some quality time with my family and I was away from work and had to reprioritize some things to spend some time with family. And in that window, I could have framed it as being so torn and so exhausted and trying to be everything to everyone and being everywhere at once instead of taking a deep breath and knowing that where I needed to be, where I wanted to be, what was most important to me, who was most important to me, and that that's where my focus needed to be. And so being able to value and cherish that time instead of just being overwhelmed and exasperated by it and feeling like I was being torn away from my friends and my career and all these other things to deal with obligations and to see them as obligations when I didn't. It was still hard. It was still such a trying time, even with me framing it as like, this is unique quality time because I also had the experience of losing my mother to cancer. And every time I had to talk about that, I start to cry. <laughs> but that time I spent with her was never something I regretted missing work for or missing anything else for. And that time, I think I realized that I'm shocked how much I let that job drain from me and make me feel bad for how much I was away from that job to tend to my family, be present for my mom during that important time when she needed me. I wish I would have given less to it. It took me a long time in my life and my career to realize that no matter how amazing I thought I was at my job or how much people told me I was amazing at my work and how much I gave to organizations, I was always dispensable and I was always just another placeholder. And for my family, for your family, you are never dispensable and you are never a placeholder. And the time you give to them and what you do for them is not something that you should ever feel is an obligation. But if you're feeling like it's an obligation, then it's probably an important thing for you to reflect on and reflect on how you're framing it and why it feels that way, why it feels hard and it might be a boundaries conversation, right? To see that piece, because I think during those times, if I would have felt like it was an obligation, it would have been 10 times harder. And I do work on boundaries constantly. I think we all do, but I still feel like I have stronger boundaries than a lot of folks with those pieces. And I think that's one reason why I'm able to appreciate the time that I give to my families because I do have boundaries around that. And I know I disappoint them sometimes because of my boundaries around that, but I know that I cherish what I do do for them and the time I do spend with them because I do have those boundaries. How you frame it and how you see it with that time that you spend and how you spend your time is important. So Go ahead and play golf if that is your self-maintenance and that's important to you and realize what it's giving to you and doing for you and cherish that time and 
acknowledge that time as an important use of your time and it to be a gain and a plus and a bonus every time you make space for that. And if you spend time with family and you make that, that bonus and that plus and that time well spent and you acknowledge it as such, and you might start to notice that you are using your time well and you're accomplishing so much more than you realize when you start adding pluses to the things that really are pluses and giving yourself credit where credit is due for the way that you're making your choices and spending your time. And that if you need to rest, that that's what you need and you should embrace it and do exactly that and own it and appreciate the way you spent your time and to be proud of yourself that you took the time to rest and take care of yourself because that's what you needed. So that's kind of the framing about how you need to recognize that if this is how you're spending your time, that's probably what you need and that you are doing the best you can to get the things done and you need to get more credit for what you are accomplishing. So that's kind of our thoughts for today. Our thoughts for today are around looking each day at what you have accomplished and framing what you're spending your time on and realizing why am I spending my time on that? What am I getting from that? And there must be a reason why I'm spending my time that way. So framing that to recognize why you're putting time into that and acknowledging that value from it. And if you aren't finding value in it, then it's yours to shift and change to where you want to find value in it. We are going to shift on over to our self-maintenance moment. You see, I finally have a way to call it things now instead of just your self-care spotlight. We're doing self-maintenance moments now. And I am going to tell you a fun story. Getting my house ready to go on the market, backed right up against a trip to Alaska, which is a long story (laughs) about all those timing and why that ended up together. So... If you know me or you get to meet me, which you should all find a way to meet me, right? You can ask me more about how those came together, but I will not bore everyone with the details at this point in time. But it was definitely right up against each other. I was flying to Alaska on a Tuesday, and about Saturday, I realized that I was not going to have all the things done on my to-do list to be able to get on a plane at 5 a.m. on Tuesday morning. So by Saturday, I was pretty aware that (laughs) there was not enough magic and I couldn't survive with how little sleep would be needed to be able to leave on time and still accomplish everything that had to be accomplished. And then things kept happening with other people that were supporting me and helping with things that they didn't get done and they need to pull people to help or I need to help with something else. And it just kept getting more and more clear that it was going to be hard. And so really on Saturday, I should have moved my plane ticket to Wednesday. But I'd gotten a note and there was some important people that I wanted to meet and spend time with and they were going to be leaving where I was going on Wednesday. And so I needed to get there Tuesday to have 24 hours with them. Otherwise, I was going to miss them. So I made it imperative to try and make my flight on Tuesday. So I kept trying to the point where Monday night into Tuesday that I did not sleep. I crossed a shower off of my list because there was no time for a shower. My podcast, for y'all know my podcast, right, comes out on Tuesday mornings that it was like, okay, podcast is not going out on time because it's not going to get all the final vetting stuff done so it can go out on time because I just need to let go of that because I just need to get to the airport and I can, you know, do the last details at the airport, but I can't even stop to like get on my computer because I just got to get this stuff done so I can get to the airport. So, Crossed all those things off my list. I'm deleting everything I can delete 
and there's more things I deleted that were smaller, but deleted everything I could delete to get like bare things done. No sleep, no shower, no podcast out on time. This is how much we're getting rid of things so I can get out the door and my house will be ready to go to the market and I can fly to Alaska. So get in my car, drive to the airport, threw things into a bag, get in my car, drive to the airport with all the corners cut, everything I could to get out and support from other people to help me, you know, that they stayed later and longer to help to try and get me out the door so I can make this flight. And I leave for the airport and the airport was going to be a 35 minute drive when it's usually a 20 minute drive. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to get to the airport 45 minutes before my flight leaves. Like I cannot park my car and get to the terminal in time to make this flight. And so I'm driving and wishing I had somebody with me to like, you know, call airlines or make magic happen. I don't know. And with flights to Alaska, if you miss them, it's like another day because of flight. It's not simple. So I was kind of having to surrender. So I had the drive to kind of that 35 minute drive to surrender. And so I didn't go into the parking lot. I went ahead and pulled into a, a store that was close to the airport and just called customer service to rebook my flight. And it's funny because they thought that I was at the terminal and I'd done that because I could have parked and gone to the terminal and gotten very grumpy and, and tried to blame somebody else for my disastrous whatever else. But the way we get to self-care in all of this is I had a lovely conversation with a lovely woman at Alaska Airlines Customer Service. She's quite lovely. She even looked at my podcast. So if she's listening today, shout out to her. <laughs> we had a nice conversation about how when people get very upset about missing flights, it's rarely about, you know, what they're upset about isn't the airline a lot of times. It's about the other factors at play. For me, I would have mad at myself that I cut out all those things and still couldn't make my flight, which had nothing to do with the airline. It was my fault completely. I missed that flight. So I paid the fees and was able to get on a flight the next day, which I was very grateful for. The fun silver lining to that was that the flight I was supposed to be on actually had some challenges and was redirected and had all these issues. So I would have had a really, really long day. So it's probably a good thing that I did miss that flight and took the one the next day. But the way we come into all of this with getting to where this self-maintenance comes into it is that when that happened, I was like, all right, I'm getting the podcast out. And I have my partner says, no, you're going to bed. You need to sleep. <laughs> so I slept a little bit. Then I got the podcast out. And then I went to brunch with a friend who I hadn't seen in some time and needed to see, and I booked a massage. I bought some epic cookies to bring with me because the people that I was going to miss were littles. I needed to win over when I was going to see them for 45 minutes at an airport instead of being able to have 24 hours with them. So I had to win them over with cookies. Yes, I know. All you moms out there can hate me for winning children over with sweets, but they will remember me now even if they were young because they only saw me once at an airport for 45 minutes, but I brought, you know, tricks my sleeve so they'd remember me. <laughs> so I got to take care of that. And then I had another friend come over that evening and visit with me. And I just definitely didn't go back into the doing mode because there are still more things I probably could have done. But again, I got it to the stopping point, right? I'd had no sleep and everything to get to a stopping point. And I just said, I'm out. I am just taking care of myself and I am just relaxing and having a beautiful day today. I'm starting my time away here now because I need to, if I can eliminate everything from showers to sleep to getting my podcast out on time and still not make my deadlines, like I just need to stop taking out all the things that are important to me, like brunches with friends and 
massages and other quality things because I still can't do it all. Just all can't get done. There's just too many things I'm trying to do. It worked out in the end. I didn't get to spend as much time. It just means I had to go back to Alaska sooner with these lovely littles, but I did get to see them and they did remember me because I brought props. So that was my self-maintenance moment was me just instead of sulking and getting upset and being mad about missing a flight because, you know, it stinks, but I accepted my fate and I instead decided to work it around and decide this is an indicator that I need to Make more time for the things that refuel me because no matter how much I keep draining, I got it all done, but I also didn't do all these other things and I need to build back in the things that give me the fuel and make it happen. That's your reminder that you're not going to get it all done, so still go have that brunch or still go get that massage or take that long walk or have that quality conversation because you taking care of you is much more important than all the things that you just can't get it all done. It's just not possible sometimes. Take care of what's important, which is maintaining yourself and the things that bring you joy and give you energy and make it possible to keep getting things done because you're still going to miss the plane. <laughs> That's a self-maintenance moment for me. And then for your grit wit, I actually want for you to right here, right now, to pause and reflect on what you've accomplished. If it's noon, evening, today, if it's first thing in the morning, then yesterday or your whole week, whichever is easier. And don't let yourself off the hook. Like, I really want you to do this. This is a muscle you need to flex because I've noticed with my, the small group of ladies that I coach that it's interesting how long it can take people to really stop and reflect, what have I done? And myself, with my partner when he's great about giving me that time for reflection because I do work for myself. You know, I have people that work for me, but mostly it's me doing all of these things and there's like no time to stop and reflect about what I've accomplished and how far I've come and what I've been able to do. And so you need to do that. You are making progress. You are doing the best you can right now. You need to stop and Remember that. Be reminded of that. Take stock of how far you've come. Stop spinning with a list and things you want to do and feeling overwhelmed. And look at what you've done. Look how far you've come. Look what you're accomplishing just in the last day or two, just in this last little bit. And so that's why we're going to look at this. So we're going to try looking at different areas and see like what you've done that would count as them perhaps. If you feel like, oh, wow, I haven't done anything in that category, then maybe you can look at what you want to incorporate in for that and later without a Roman in yourself. So we're going to start with self-maintenance. So what have you done that you feel is self-maintenance or self-care? What have you done to take care of yourself, fuel yourself, get back to yourself? Have you taken a walk? Have you done exercise or meditation? Did you make yourself your favorite treat? Did you spend time with a friend? Did you have a conversation that was really heartwarming that really gave back to you? Did you let yourself cry? Did you let yourself really feel and experience something? Because that's really good for you, actually. Even if you're just crying at a show, I'll still give you props. But if you actually let yourself feel a real emotion about something in your life and feel it and work through that emotion, that's huge. Did you model that for somebody else? Like, that's something. So give yourself props for that and, like, take a moment to see what you've done in the last day or two that's actually been around that 
or the last week, if you need to look back that far, take stock of that. Give yourself credit for that. What about in the area of family or the people you love that are dearest and nearest to you? What have you been able to do with them, for them, in service to them? Like, what are some gains you've made in that area? It can be spending time with them. It could be even thinking about ways to approach a delicate topic with them. Like, that's something that you're doing that's a gain in that area. That's like giving to areas. Is it reflecting on how you're going to talk to somebody about something that's challenging or reflecting on that? as well as making something or doing something for somebody or spending time with them. So what have you done in in that area? If that's important to you, if that's an area for you in your life that's important. So how are you framing that and how are you finding things that you feel connected to that bring you joy so that adds to your life? Framing really counts, right? So how you're framing that and you see that as a value add for where you're at and what you're doing in the last day or two. So what about professionally or in whatever area that you put in that part? Pause and give yourself some credit for the things you've done there. And that can be like even managing life, right? Did you finally make that phone call to that company to deal with that thing that has been hanging over your head or rearrange some accounts online to address another issue? Figure out that change of address, which I get to do yet again, beta my existence. My friends like to tease me about how much I move. There are benefits to have lived lots of places and been part of lots of different cultures and met amazing people and experienced different parts of this country and seen different things because of where I've lived. But having to change your address and getting things lost because of it, like that's one of the biggest pains of it, right? And there's so much minutia in modern life that goes with that, right? So you get credit for those things too. But... Think of that. Think of your life, that minutiae stuff, instead of the list of things you still have to do. Like, did you make some gains on a project that you care about? Have some conversations to move something forward that is of interest to you. Did you connect with some people on something that's meaningful? What have, what have you done in that area? What felt important and felt good about that? Get something measurable and think about something that you did because there's probably more that you're doing than you realize because sometimes it feels like busy work, but there's also important things that are happening. Sometimes it only take a moment. They're moving things forward that are so fast you don't stop to recognize and celebrate them. So consider those things and make sure you take note of them and give yourself some fuel from that for what you're doing. Pause to realize what you've accomplished today. Even if it was gardening and listening to a podcast, a podcast where you learn something, (laughs) something will make every day a little better and brighter because that is friggin' amazing and we're celebrating. So take a minute. You can share, you can share that with somebody else too. That's a way of connecting and helping that part of your life as well, right? This is self-maintenance. It's better in your life. And I definitely applaud you for that, right? But just take that minute and start to think about just the last day, the last couple of days, last week. Like what you've accomplished, giving yourself some credit for the things you have done and the ways you have made gains and moved yourself closer to things that are important to you in that time. And if you need to reframe, stop and pause about what did I do at work that was moving things forward and recognizing that there was little conversations you had that were important for something that you weren't actually giving yourself credit for, or it was a big deal that you accomplish that one report that needs to get done. 
or with your family and your kids to stop and realize those connections in those moments are a big deal. Or that the one step for that project at home, a home project, is moving forward, and that's important. And sometimes the reflecting and thinking about how you're going to approach something is something you need to get credit for as well, and you've been doing that. So find the reframes where they're needed and start to look at where you are making gains and not just at the list and everything you have to do in the future that you still need to move forward on. Start taking stock. Start reframing and realize all you are doing and all that progress you're making. Because the more you realize that, the more you turn that into fuel to help you go that extra mile tomorrow because there'll be lots more miles tomorrow too, right? But it's important for you to recognize how far you've come because that helps to give you the energy to keep going. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I got a lot out of it. Be sure to jump on over to Instagram and follow us at the.grit.show. And if you aren't already following Authentic Connections Podcast Network at 37 by 27, you should definitely be doing that as well. We're launching the Authentic Connections Podcast Accelerator. It's an amazing opportunity for you to be part of a cohort launching your podcast together. It's a small group. It's very select. If you join this summer accelerator, you will be part of the founding circle of Authentic Connections, which is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Get into the DMs at 37 by 27 with the word amplify. I'll send you our workshop from dreaming to doing, and you can learn more about this amazing opportunity. Don't forget, you are the only one of you that this world has got. And that means something. I'll be here next Tuesday. I hope you are too.